for the longest time that humanity has been dealing with stuff and for the longest time that humanity has been dealing with things that have been going on we have been faced with believing things that might be real or might not be real so it's a choice that we've been having to make over the years not always to the right avail now alex jones he's been facing some mad heat recently when it comes to what he has been held accountable for or what he's been well basically claiming when it comes to certain mass shootings that went down in the United States with a lot of people dying with a lot of kids being shot in schools as well as other mass shootings because well the United States is just like the hub for all things mass shootings I guess but either way Alex Jones was banned from all social media in terms of Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube from what I know Alex Jones lost all of his iTunes authorities he's no longer on iTunes he's no longer has an account that can get him some good new fresh attention from people that would otherwise not be aware of him or what he does for a living but what he did do was the fact that he went on this podcast called The Tin Foil Hat with Eddie Bravo and Sam Tripoli now these two are mad ballers into conspiracies and I love them both to that Eddie Bravo of course the curator for 10th Planet Jiu Jitsu mad scientist when it comes to new moves good friends with Joe Rogan the whole 10 yards Sam Tripoli he's got some very good fresh opinions when it comes to conspiracy theories when it comes to information that has otherwise been suppressed by the regular people which is yeah it's kind of unnerving when you realize that people haven't been actually letting out certain information that should have been accessible to us the entire time either way we ladies and gentlemen are gonna go back to the tinfoil hat episode but first and foremost we are gonna go and take a look at some conspiracy theories now i've had these in mind for a long as time and i wanted to address because it says in india's history now for those of you who listen to this podcast and know anything about our my country of india because that's where i am right now and if you're listening to this from india then yeah it, it's going to trigger some amount of interest in you automatically First and foremost, we're going to jump straight into these conspiracy theories. These are seven of the world's, I mean, seven of India's most notorious ones. When we're going to start off with the deaths of Bhagat Singh, Sukhdev Thapar, and Shivram Rajguru. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, these are the people who were supposedly charged for the death of an officer of the British Empire right back then in India named uh, John Saunders, I believe. Yeah, John Saunders. And what well, they were supposedly hanged on 23rd of March in 1931. Now the conspiracies are quite a few when it comes to these three people. Starting off with the fact that Mahatma Gandhi could have well actually saved the lot. Now why would people believe that? Well it's said that Mahatma Gandhi had already gathered enough support and had enough influence on the British to then demand them to stop the hanging. But they say that because there was a huge difference in ideologies that were held by Bhagat Singh as well as Mahatma Gandhi, he just thought that it would be the right move to make by keeping out of such things. Well, according to Gandhi, there's a lot of conspiracies that surround him as well, but then again, we're not gonna, you know, go down that path as of now. This dude was a co-conspirator of death now. 
yeah, that's kind of weird when you hear stuff like that. But it is a fact that was established that Mahatma Gandhi had his own skeletons in the closet. A lot of stuff that got out later, a lot of stuff that was kind of weird because it was just going to make him seem completely hypocritical. To the point at which his own wife was diagnosed with the disease that he then forbade her to take medication for. And when he later on contracted the same disease, yeah, he did take the Western medication to heal himself, which is kind of hypocritical and also kind of murderous because you let your own wife die. I don't know what you're trying to do or say or put forward in the realm, I mean, in the realm of people paying attention to what you're saying, but that is messed up, man. That is real messed up. Either way, we'll move on to... The third part of the conspiracy theory that surrounds these three gentlemen who were, well, prematurely hanged. And that is the fact that people believe that they did not die because of being hanged. They were, well, merely subconscious and they were almost in and out of consciousness. That's what that means, subconscious. In terms of what I'm talking about right now, it's not all that means, but yeah. And they believe that they were left hanging there. And then once they were semi-conscious, they were taken down and then they were taken behind the prison and shot by the family of the so-called official that they were in, they were charged for killing in the first place. Now, this thing has got its holes. Yeah, I know that you don't really want to believe the fact that they were just taken outside and three of them were shot by the family of the so-called British guard. But then again, it's some stuff that you can't really let go of. Now, another thing that kind of adds to the whole ordeal of this conspiracy theory is the fact that the bodies of the three individuals, namely Bhagat Singh, who was, well, super popular for his actions back in the day, were never released to the families. They were never sent back. They were never given off to the families again. And instead... These bodies were taken in the middle of the night to the back of the jail and cremated secretly in the dark. No one knew that, uh, well, it's not standard practice to cremate someone who you just hung in prison. First and foremost, let that be known for the record. And apart from that, it's kind of weird when you realize that these people took the easiest way out of not having to answer any questions about their remains or, well, their last moments before they died or whether they were treated humanely or not inside those walls these people nevertheless made sure that people could not get a final eye at the dead bodies before they were disposed away of as a matter of fact they didn't even take the chance of returning the cremated ashes they just took them down to the river and Sutlej was the name of the river back in the day that was near where all of this was going on and they just let go of the ashes in the river. Forever letting go of any evidence that could have ever been found stating what really happened. But yeah. Now, yeah, this, this the picture that you guys see on the screen right now is like a legit superintendent jail certificate for the hanging of Bhagat Singh. And it is stamped and dated at 1931. Uh... It does have a time mentioned. I believe that the time mentioned right after 1931 was 4 p.m. or 7 p.m. It seems. I'm, I'm not really sure. It could be a 4 
it most likely is a seven. And that makes sense because these guys do not take any chances. But then the next conspiracy theory that follows Bhagat Singh and the rest of the people with him is the fact that, well, they died, but they were secretly executed. Now, that, that's messed up. I know that's messed up. I know that's messed up to the point at which they were not tried under law and they were instead just shot plain dead as a revenge plot, which is completely against what has been put forward throughout the media and throughout what we've learned through history. But yeah, that's what happened there. So remember, keep in mind, folks, these are just conspiracy theories. We're talking about what might have happened or what could have happened back in the day in history. We already know the way things went down and to believe that or to believe this is up to you. Do your own information research, authenticize what you hear and then yeah, make your choices. Now the next big thing that comes into mind when we talk about conspiracy theories about the history of our country is the fact that the larger than life persona of Netaji Subhashrandra Bose. Now, he was a larger than life figure in Indian politics as well as having some real, real outreach throughout the globe. He was said to be going to meet the Soviet Union and everything that was in power back in the day. I guess this was the time of Nikita Khrushchev or... Yes, this was the time of Nikita Khrushchev. So, Subhash Chandra Bose boarded a flight and had various stops on his way to the Soviet Union before his plane finally crashed. The last time it stopped was in Taipei, Taiwan. And they say that as soon as the plane took off from Taiwan, after a while, it just crashed out of the blue and Netaji emerged from the crash. So he didn't die on impact, but he had several third degree burns and he, after a while, he succumbed to his injuries and passed away. Although, <coughs> Although none of the companions who were left behind saw any bodies or any death certificate or any post-mortem certificate or any terms of any information that was released that his body had been found and his body had been medically tested, medically cleared and his, the reason for his death was well, certain. And within hours of the reports coming out that he had died in a plane crash instantly conspiracy theories rose through the roof that he was still alive he faked his own death and the fact that he just mysteriously disappeared would not be the way that Sebastian the boss would go but then again he had the British special intelligence and all of those people looking for the guy so yeah it makes sense that he kind of slipped away as a matter of fact his own personal bodyguard who turned 102 in the year 2006 also mentioned the fact that he had met Subhash Chandra Bose a year after his alleged plane crash. So it will make sense. I mean, if it is him, then it is him. But if it's not him, then it's just a lookalike. Or is it? I mean, it was also said that he attended Gandhiji's funeral. I mean, when Mahatma Gandhi passed away, Subhash Chandra Bose came back to the country and attended his funeral paid his respects but he was a master of disguise back then I mean by then and made sure that he was not spotted or not recognized by anyone by dressing up as a so called sadhu or a so called yogi from one of those yoga oriented ashrams in the hills and it got down to the point that a party called the Subhashbadi Janta Party claimed that Subhashandra Bose was still alive and was the chief sadhu 
in an ashram in Shalumar. Shalumar is a place in India. And well, these questions and this information got so rampant that people went ahead and approached the head sadhu of that very ashram. And well, to no one's surprise, he forever denied the fact that he was Subhash Chandra Bose. Clearly, he died in the year 1977, and that was the end of the theory. No more Subhash Chandra Bose, even if he was Subhash Chandra Bose. But it was just kind of weird because he would have ultimately made a comeback if it was act. It was the if it was the actual Subhash Chandra Bose. I believe he would have made an actual comeback. He would have actually done something in terms of I wanna not just sit back and watch my country go into shit. But yeah, either way, that's what happened back then. Moving on, we've got the final part of Subhash Chandra Bose's conspiracy, and that is the fact that he later changed his name and his identity when he escaped the whole crash scenario and renamed himself to be Gumnami Baba. Now, Gumnami Baba is weird, but it makes sense because the photos that you guys see on the screen right now is a side-by-side comparison of the so-called Gumnami Baba and Subhash Chandra Bose. And uh, it kind of becomes obvious as soon as you take off the beard or you put on the beard that it, yeah, it kind of looks like the same person, man. It most definitely looks like the same person. But then again, that's from my opinion based on the information that we are currently coming across. It's not something that I'm pulling out of thin air. It's substantial. Now, another conspiracy theory was, well, something to do with Lal Bahadur Shastri and I know a lot of you might have never heard of the name Lal Bahadur Shastri but I'm sure you've heard of Jai Jawan Jai Kisan. Well, this is the guy who said it. This is the guy who spearheaded all of that campaign and well, he was so-called assassinated on the 11th of January in 1966. But they say that it was not just any kind of assassination because the official postmortem report suggests that he died from a heart attack, but there was no postmortem conducted because they could not get any other information. It was just like they walked in, they asked what the cause of death was, and they were like, "Oh, that's a heart attack. He died from a heart attack." But it makes no sense because his own son, upon examining his body a little bit, realized the fact that the body had dark blue spots and cuts on his abdominal area, and that just kind of threw everything off the game. I mean, like he demanded that the postmortem should have been there and that the signs of his, I mean, the brutal scars and the bruising that his body had all over it suggested that he went in vain before he died. And also his personal physician confirmed the fact that he was dealing with no heart issues prior to the fact that he just died of a heart attack out of the blue. Weird, yes, understandable, no, but does it make any kind of sense in any speck of the imagination? Maybe it does, especially when you realize that this guy had a lot to do with India's nuclear program back in the day. To the point at which they say that the CIA was also a part of the whole plot of his assassination to the point in which they were afraid back in the day, they were really afraid of a global alliance that was going to be spearheaded against the United States by Indo-Russian relations, which kind of makes sense because we've been dealing with Russia for about as long as you can put a finger on it. We've been dealing with buying Russian equipment, buying Russian defenses, I mean, buying Russian defense-grade equipment, buying Russian 
grade industrial materials buying russian everything so russia and india have got like a good established trade policy in place that the well quite honestly the united states was kind of against since the very beginning because that is why they say i mean this is also conspiracy theory in a way but that is exactly why they say and they claim that the united states sided with pakistan instead of india when the whole conflict of kashmir and the kargil war broke out and whatnot uh, the united states considered pakistan to be an ally rather than you know approaching india as a country although we had very good relations with the united states back then it was not like we were completely shut off from talks we were in good talks as a matter of fact we'd just spoken about some great deals on a global scale but yeah when khad come down to make a choice the united states made the choice of going with pakistan instead of our country so yeah that happened all of that went down made no sense now the right to information act now the right to information act is a part of the indian constitution is a part of the indian constitution that basically allows every indian to have access to all the information and if certain information is under lock and key you can then schedule for an rti and say that i need to know what exactly happened and i want to know how things went down now it was kind of weird because when the home ministry referred to the national archives and the delhi police thought that okay we can go in now and we can retrieve some documents on the basis of the incident that happened that led to the death of the sitting prime minister it got kind of weird because it was looked by i mean it was the prime minister of the country right let's just get that out of the way right now india's prime minister this guy was india's prime minister back then so lal bahadur shastri was not just another dude who was assassinated it got to the point in which he had ambitious dreams for the prosper he had ambitious dream for the prosperous of the nation as well as some rather unorthodox ideas that he wanted to put forward but what was weird was post his assassination all of the proceedings all of the investigations were handled by delhi local police instead of being high i mean instead of being handled by the highest authorities that we could have possibly donated to these cases they should have been handled by defense authorities intelligence authorities raw i mean even though raw was not established back then but still it is impossible practically to believe that we could not get more assets devoted to finding out how our own prime minister was assassinated even if there was a conspiracy that he was although in mainstream media consider this mainstream media always broadcasts the fact that okay, he just died because of health complications this however 